0: in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie dot com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: Hey, Rendo's Steve here and Larson. Welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to. And uh, this is, of course, Matt Chat Edition, where we solicit our $20 a month up, $20 a month and up patrons over on the Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson for some questions. That's right. And we've moved to a new day. Yeah,
2: you may have noticed that this is on not on Sunday, it's Wednesday, so no, you're not traveling into the future or the past. We move the show. Sorry about that. Didn't you mean are that. not moving through space time in an, an unusual fashion. We just move the show to a different day because we're trying new things. That's what we got to do.
1: Yeah. And then 10 for the win is going to be moved from Saturdays to Sundays. Yes. Just to give us a little bit extra time in case we need it to yeah. put the finishing touches on some editing and not yes. rush through things uh, or not stay up all night on a Friday night like I did last week. Uh, what I have to do this week, yeah. But we got a bunch of great questions. We're, we of course, do. on the road to WrestleMania, so we got a bunch of WrestleMania questions, including this one from Christopher So Take it away, Christopher. Hello, Stephen Larson. So, my question is, what would be the best, the worst, or underwoman match at WrestleMania? The best match, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte, worst match, Goldberg versus Roman, underwoman match, maybe Shayna versus Becky, and A surprise match. Maybe Taker versus AJ because AJ is a great wrestler. And I think John Cena gets a good over on The Fiend. I know you guys want The Fiend to go over. I think John Cena should. It makes more sense if John Cena should. I know The Fiend is more popular, but I don't care about The Fiend that
3: much. They do nothing with him, and they will bury him again. What you guys thought?
1: Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. All right, man. So here's the thing. Uh, being the very uh, efficient person you are, you just wrote down basically all the right answers. I agree with your first two, but I'm going to try to take a different tack. So I'll just go That's first. It's good. good. Um, actually, let's just take these uh bit by bit. Take what turns, do you yeah. think? you go first. What do you think the best match of this uh is going to? be? when we get some sort
2: of fatal four way ladder match, multi man match for the U.S. title, uh, with Angel Garza, Andrade, uh, Umberto Creo, and Rey Mysterio. That's going to steal the show.
1: I know he's not family, familia, but wouldn't it be great if they could have find found a role for Ricochet in this whole thing? Mm-hmm. That'd be really great.
2: I think Toss it'd... Ricochet and Alistair Black in there mm-hmm. um, um, just to make it a six-man ladder mm-hmm. match, and you got yourself something good. I think it, whether well, it's four-man, six-man ladder, fatal four-way... Whatever the case
1: may be, if they pull the trigger on all four of these guys, it's going to be amazing. So all that I I agree with that answer, I have sort of a backup answer, which could be so it hasn't been the greatest build in the world. It hasn't been the best feud in the world, not for lack of trying, because they always give it a lot of time uh, and prominent positions but owens and rollins Mm -hmm. uh look these are really two of the most talented guys on the roster you got that right i think they could put together a really 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 good match And potentially steal the show if it doesn't get too overbooked with authors of pain and Viking Raiders and Buddy. At this point, I kind of feel like the Mania match is going to turn up is going to end up being what we saw on Raw uh, two nights ago, and it's just going to end up being an eight man tag match or something. Could be. Uh, So I'll I'll give it to them. Worst Um, match? We think the worst match
2: has potential to be the worst match. uh,
1: Well, another another contender for best could be Edge Edge and Orton.
2: Yeah, that'll be good. That could be really good. that could be really good.
1: Uh, In terms of worst. So you easily have the right answer here because any match with Goldberg in it, you wrote down Goldberg Reigns.
2: It has the potential to be the worst match on the card. Yeah. Uh, if it's, Especially if it's longer than two minutes.
1: So here's And where, this match will be longer than two minutes. This is where I kind of differ from you. I actually can appreciate the entertainment value in a car wreck match. In a match that's so bad, you're just sitting there and you're enthralled with what this is going to be. It's a Goldberg match. Is it gonna go more than five minutes? Here's
2: here's the the, the difference. There's there's that a match that is, is seemingly so inept that it, fall, it it either barely just staying together, or completely falling apart. Uh, the issue for me always comes around to safety. Uh, okay, sure, yeah. And uh, uh, Goldberg, as recent as his Undertaker match, has taken things to such a degree uh, for the sake of believability believability, as he likes to put it. Yeah. Where there's a spot where his head's supposed to hit. The ring post, well, gosh darn it, his head is hitting that ring post. And it's to the detriment of the match, but also it puts the performers in that match uh, in potential uh, uh, danger to get hurt. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. If it's a car wreck uh, in a metaphorical sense, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, you don't uh, want to see a literal- I don't
1: want to see anybody get hurt. You don't want to see him suffering the literal effects of what would be I a don't car want, wreck.
2: I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Fair that's, enough. Where I, that's where I draw the line.
1: The thing that I can't stand in wrestling, the thing that I abhor in wrestling, Is boring matches, and I kind of feel like the current. So the current raw tag team champions are the Street Profits, and I would never ever consider Montez Ford, especially, a boring wrestler. He's one of my most favorite wrestlers to watch at this point. However, if you look at the potential candidates here, you get the War Raiders, who yeah, they're they're good, but we've kind of seen everything they do, and you got Authors of Pain who haven't wrestled in God I don't know how long. Well, no, yeah, no, no, no. not as a team in a standard tag team match.
2: Tag team match, yeah.
1: That has the potential to be just another match that we would see on Raw. I kind of feel the same way about uh, the New Day, about about the SmackDown tag title match. That's going to be against Miz, it's going to be Miz and Morrison. We don't know, right? There is no number one contender. It's either
2: going to be Usos or New Day or all of them. Or see, the if whole...
1: that's a triple threat, then that, the Usos in New Day could do no wrong, and John Morrison's a lot of fun. Yeah. So I just kind of feel that maybe the Raw tag match is going to be another standard match yeah. that's like whatever. Yeah um so oh wow that's a great answer for the surprising one i didn't even think about that one just popped my head so next up is under well anything the most underwhelming match is gonna be based on the build so far and based uh
2: how uh, motivated charlotte seems to be when it comes to wrestling tna or sorry tna uh, nxt talent yeah uh i feel like the potential is there for her match against rhea ripley to be a bit underwhelming back yeah um her match against charlotte's match against bianca on nxt tv was not good so, and I'm not. I won't li- ever. I'm not going to lay the blame on that for, on Bianca's feet because she was trying her damnedest to make that match work. She was doing everything she could to get the crowd into it. It had no heat. This feud sucked. As soon as they took Bianca Belair Belair out of the yeah, equation, that's yeah. that's d- for damn sure. Um, Rhea Ripley, she's really good. Uh, this is the first time she's ever going to wrestle in front of a, a, a crowd, maybe that big, mm-hmm. if they don't make it an empty stadium show. Um, that might be overwhelming. Although she's already always been really oh, good at stepping up. up,
1: she steps up at the huge moment. This is look. This ain't going to be any better than Charlotte Oscar was when they had their big mania match, and that was an underwhelming match. Uh, I'll say this: given what we know, they can do. Given that the better match will probably end up being on a SmackDown, Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak wow. at WrestleMania. Hot take: they'll probably give it seven lousy minutes. It might even be in the kickoff. And it'll be like, wow, that was cool, but... No, I'm telling you what, I, I... I,
2: Dude, if I can entrust anybody to make the most out of whatever time is given to him, it's
1: Daniel Bryan. Man, we've seen this endlessly, though. The cruiserweight matches, and make no mistake, this is basically an elevated Let 205 that, match. Sir. They never get what they deserve at WrestleMania. With Daniel Bryan in any of those matches. There's some Pac was in one, Austin Aries was in one. There's a lot of great names in Daniel, all those matches. Was Daniel Bryan in any of those. No, matches? but right. he's at the same level as some of these other guys. He's on the level of Pac. Daniel Bryan
2: is sure. No, Daniel Bryan's on a, 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 a higher tier than Pac ever was in WWE.
1: Right. They're gonna give it an underwhelming amount of time, and they'll pull off something that's underwhelming. They gave and the crowd long, will be underwhelming because was there, too many people. How
2: long was their match at Elimination Chamber? Ten minutes. Yeah, and it's probably gonna be better than their Mania match. We'll see. Yep. Uh, Most surprising match uh, I did have Brock versus Drew Because I think if Brock is motivated He's going to do everything he can to make Drew look like a huge star But I changed it to Otis versus Dolph Oh, I think that's good
1: Yeah, I think that's a really good it, answer it,
2: The potential is it'll be pretty overbooked Yeah Hopefully it'll make it fun um, We saw Otis put on a hell of a match against Tommaso Ciampa In NXT He can go uh, in a one-on-one match We know what Dolph can do Whether he does it or not is something else entirely We know what he can do um, so if he's willing to put forth the performance like he did against the Miz at no mercy a few years back in his retirement match, something like that, um, this can be great. You can make Otis a huge star. Yeah, it, all, it really all depends on what Dolph brings to the table. If he brings it, if he brings it, uh, it could be really good.
1: I don't disagree. Uh, I will say this for my uh, potential most surprising match. There has been a groundswell of appreciation support, and congratulations to Sami Zayn. Who, yes, he's a bad guy. Uh, yes, he wore dickies uh, tucked into his boots, which we both thought was hilarious. I don't think that's a demerit. I think and that's a, a notch I do in his too, favor. but he understands that it's ridiculous that he's doing it to be ridiculous. Exactly, and that's why I think it's awesome. Uh, however, that's not meant to be like a babyface thing, but so many people are coming out and supporting him for winning that IC title finally, even under even as a heel, even winning in an handicap match. The participants of that potential match, if you take Braun out of the equation sammy shinsuke uh and cesaro maybe if they give him a triple threat that could Mm easily for the ic title that could easily be the most surprisingly awesome match of the night or if it's
2: just sammy versus braun that could be a most underwhelming match
1: yeah or it could be most surprisingly good. good you never know people forget he is a great yeah sammy's great great wrestler sammy is great or again though. If he gets in there, one single power slam and he's gone. Exactly. Most underwhelming. It could be kind of out of his hands, depending on how the match is booked by sure. the producers. 100%.
2: Yeah. Uh, next, Gion Halili, Jacksonville's number
1: one. Hey there, friendos. This is Jacksonville's number one match chatter, Gion Halili. Back with another match at question. Those are all my pops. Uh, this week, what I want to know is simple. WrestleMania is about three weeks away, give or
2: take. So, what feud or which superstar uh, is the most in danger of WWE dropping the ball with? Um, yeah, I don't have one. I'm just curious to see because there's a highly likely chance it could happen to something or someone. Uh, yeah, let me know your thoughts. Too sweet,
1: too good. Later, guys.
2: Thank you, Guion. Thank you, Guion. Uh, your turn to go for sure. Um, so I guess it depends if. The, the when the ball is dropped if it's on the build-up it's the post mania aftermath um despite what we saw at elimination chamber um I, I still feel like the potential is there for them to kind of drop the ball on Shayna. i don't know if she's getting the reactions that vince wants her to get um i appreciate what they're trying to do uh i, I just don't know if if it's connecting the way they're hoping it connects yeah um and you know based on one a uh, performance that he wasn't satisfied with. We heard rumblings, whether it was true or not, that Vince was already having second thoughts about, have, about having Shayna beat Becky. We have about three weeks till Mania. Um, uh, if she has another performance where, that Vince finds underwhelming, whether it is or not, it's his whims, um, then she can walk into Mania, the presumptive favorite, walk out of Mania with a loss. Uh, and that would be not good for Shayna's uh, long-term um, future as a main roster superstar. Not to say that she can't come back from it, but how many times of late has Vince been uh, seemingly high on somebody, something happens, and he sours on them very quickly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I want Shayna to succeed wildly. I think she's great. Um, but with Vince, you just never know.
1: When is the last time an NXT—let's uh, just, just look at the women's division— mm-hmm. When's the last time somebody came from NXT and was really given the same respect that they really earned in NXT? Because Asuka, they treat pretty good, but obviously... I think
2: even coming up from NXT, she wasn't necessarily given the level of respect that she deserved.
1: So Shayna at least bringing her in... Mm -hmm. They've established her as a monster. Now, I I think that you're probably right. The six months after WrestleMania are going to be very telling. We don't know how that's going to go down. But I'm looking at like... I mean, if you look at the people who have succeeded on the roster post-NXT, they weren't NXT standouts. Like Alexa Bliss, for example. She was not an NXT standout. Nia Jax was there for like a cup of coffee.
2: Yeah, but she had a few title matches. She was in the title picture
1: against Bayley. She she had two title matches. Yeah, so she was there v- very, very short time period of time. Um, but you got Kevin Owens. He was NXT champion. He walked in the women's. I'm just yeah. looking at the women's roster. Oh, sorry. Ember Moon. Nope. Uh, I'm trying to think of anybody else. It took a while with Carmella,
2: but she was, uh, you know, first Money in the Bank winner.
1: Carmella had to come from being Mrs. Irrelevant to building herself back mm-hmm. up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um and then, oh, the Iconics, they had like a decent debut on Main, and they are nowhere to be found yeah, now. No. There isn't a great track record there. of con- well, not sure. Certainly not nearly as good, and even the men are not treated yeah, all that great. It's not that great either. Um, so, yeah, man, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. I mean, Shayna, you got to book her like a monster. They've done that so far. Her six-month outlook post-mania. If she wins the title, I think it's going to be great. If she doesn't, I don't know. Yeah. I do not know. Yeah. Um, I think it's been underwhelming. But every year we say this about Mania, the build is kind of underwhelming, so who knows. Um, I'm going to say, and again, I was shocked today when uh, somebody reminded us that Alistair Black had, has been on the main roster for more than a year. More than a year. I think he got called up in February of last year. Now, according to rumor, he was penciled in to win the Rumble this year. Um, however... I, I don't. and They had an, they have him in high profile situations against AJ Styles at Elimination Chamber, and they always protect uh, you know him. Mm-hmm. They gave him a super protected loss on Raw two weeks ago. They gave him or last week they gave him uh, a really protected uh, a win over AJ Styles, but the Undertaker helped out mm-hmm. with the numbers game there. Uh, it's going to be either in six months he's on main event or in six months he's U.S. champion. I don't know which one. I don't know which one, but I get the feeling either can have it's like a 50/50 proposition yeah. at this point. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh, next Philly Flexer hey guys it's your boy Philly Flexer and I'm finally back on Mad Chat I'm so glad anyways my question this week is i us start off like this in movies you have great supporting cast members and right now I feel like Tucker
3: is in this view the best supporting cast member in this whole thing that's going on and uh, so I, I just kind of feel like we need to give him props I know we're trying to show um, Otis love but we need to show Tucker some love too but my question to y'all is
2: who are some other wrestlers who are best supporting cast members in feuds or whatnot? AEW, WWE, New Japan, whatever you want to choose, guys. Also, you guys agree with me about Tucker. Too good, me brother.
1: Thank you, Philly Flexer. Thank you, Philly Flexer. Uh, I'm going to say this I always loved China as a supporting member of DX because you can never take your eyes off her you always want to know what China is going to do next talk about mystique especially if she just stand there arms crossed talk about a mystique mm-hmm. they really did a killer job and she did and and you know Triple H and HBK they both did a really good job of maintaining that for her you know, I mean, they they treated her like she could wreck anybody at mm-hmm. any time. So that made us believe that she could wreck anybody at yep. any time. She was always this forgive the, the phrase X factor mm-hmm. uh, just sort of there. I always appreciated China whenever DX had feuds going on. She was always there. Yeah, she was never like I mean, sometimes she was featured. But even when she wasn't, you're always like, oh, man, what is she going to do?
2: Exactly. And Philly Flex here is, is correct. Uh, uh, Tucky is yeah, doing, he's doing a, great He's job. doing a heck of a job helping get notice over. Um, I'm going to go with Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, As one of Adam Cole's uh, uh, sidemen, it's the same situation. You can't take your eyes off him. Adam Cole's talking on that set they used to do the promos at. Kyle O'Reilly was always doing
1: something. Yeah. Something funny, interesting, silly. You know, Bob Fish is starting to take that role, though. Bob Fish, he always has, he'll always sneak in a line. Yeah, he'll always do the the people's eyebrow. But he'll always sneak in a line that's just freaking hilarious. That's the thing is, like, both Fish and Kyle
2: O'Reilly even Roddy sometimes. Oh yeah, in between sentences of Adam, I'm called doing a promo. They'll just drop some aside in there, yeah, and
1: often it's hilarious. So collectively, they're a great supporting cast, except when it comes to actually helping out and in Cole, a match. I know.
2: Then they're terrible. Never works. Bumbling fools is what they yeah. are. Keystone Cops. Exactly. Next question from the B man himself, Austin Theory.
1: All day, super real, real superstar, superstar
2: Patrick Sparks. to <laughs> see what he has to say.
0: Hey, friend news his, Pat here. All right, so. My question this week is, should pay-per-views be on Sundays, Um, you know, really sucks staying up late at night, not even a mention, actually it might be better for the UK friendos and whatnot, but staying up late on a Sunday night to watch a show, especially with Mania coming up, that's not going to be very fun. Um, If you could change them to Saturdays, would that be more beneficial, do you think? granted at times there are other events going on that would steal viewership like ufc uh i think it was 248 being on before the saturday before elimination chamber so but what do you guys think if you could change it to any day or do anything different with it what would you do thanks
1: thank you b man thank you austin theory uh so yeah, man. Who goes first here? Me? I go. No, sure. you go first. You oh, go first. I go first?
2: Yeah. Uh, tradition, is, uh, tradition dictates that pay-per-views happen on a Sunday. Who am I to disrupt tradition? That being said, we have a poster over here for Royal Rumble 92. Look at the start time. 1245 in the p.m. Pacific. That sounds great. So uh, that might be a tad early. Uh, usually they start 4 p.m. here, mm-hmm. uh, 7 p.m. on the West Coast. Make it 5 p.m. on the East Coast. Sure. So a uh, 2 p.m. start here. Uh, especially for something like WrestleMania, and that's the main show, not the kickoff show. Kickoff show can start at one uh, or, or Mania at noon, and you're wrapped up by six o'clock. You know, that's how it should be on the West Coast. Here
1: we get our wrestling done, and then it's dinner time. I say start at noon Pacific, three Eastern, that's eight o'clock over there in the UK. Everybody's happy these days, they have what three and a half hour pay per views everybody's in bed by noon I'm sorry by midnight uh UK time they get to go to bed by midnight and they're good to go yeah they're good to go yeah over here we're done by you know we're done doing our recap everything's done in the can by five mm-hmm. go home have dinner fire up the grill get some beers yeah watch some Sunday night football
2: yeah there you go oh man that's the way
1: to do it. Put in a good day of work Keep and then... Keep
2: Sunday, just do it earlier in the day.
1: Oh, man, chill time. It's chill time. Mm-hmm. It's chill Now,
2: time. The, the only concern, I'm happy you brought up football. Because that can be the concern. Granted, I know they're going up to Sunday night football, which is usually the highest rated game of the of the day. Um, but maybe uh, the feeling is there's far too many entertainment options. Compete Sunday, with football, cowards. Sunday, well, they already do. Sunday afternoon, even though Sunday afternoon is usually the time but I don't care what's on TV. I'll try to search whatever movie's playing on, I don't
1: know, E!, Oh look, Fridays on. I'm gonna watch this. You, you're done for. Was if it's on E, it's got commercials. Two and a half two hours. Two and a half hours. Yeah. You can't. You're not going anywhere. No. You Might go to the kitchen. Yep. During commercial break. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Get something to drink. Otherwise, <laughs> I ain't going anywhere. Uh, next, got a question. This from... is the most immaculate video. This is great. Handsome, be wonderful. Always coming in with these New York, uh, freaking videos. Oh man, it's fantastic. Look at this. Okay, let's let roll. Let's roll this question. Hey, Stephen Larson. This is Handsome Be Wonderful coming at you again with a dash cam Matt chat question and this time I'm here in Times Square and it reminded me of when the WWF had a restaurant here the WWF experience during the Attitude Era How about you fantasy book the menu that they would have and Gear it towards today's superstars. Maybe you have some sort of glorious burger or the porterhouse steak and weights. Use your imagination. Have fun with it. Don't get too hungry. Two good brothers. Thank you. Hands to be wonderful. Man, look, you know, he needs to get one of these uh, videos done in the Diamond District so we can be oh, like we're in go. a Safety Brothers film. Mm-hmm. There you go. Anyways. There you go. So, uh, go yeah, ahead. he's talking about that WWF restaurant down there. Experience, wasn't that what it's called? WWE yeah. Experience or WB New York? That was terrific. That was absolutely terrific. I, we'll one of my right there. big regrets is that. Well, no, yeah, but they showed it plenty of times on the that kickoff shows. They
2: did. Shows. They did. So, or when uh, a Big Show was there during WrestleMania. I
1: know. I would have loved to have gone there. It seems like it had been amazing. We went to Marvel Mania. That's the closest thing we can come to for like a theme restaurant that we actually went to. You better take that. Whatever that is out of your voice because Marvel Mania was great. It you should, you should be said, man, yeah, but we got Marvel Mania, which was fantastic. What are your answers? So, man, of course, obviously, Roman Reigns, the big dog. I'll take that pound hot dog. There you go. I want a pound of hot dog. That's good. What, pig's assholes, were are they made of? Lips. Lips. Uh, Lips I'll, and a-holes. I want some Rhea Ribsley. Good. See, I got I want, the, I want the rack of ribs, the Rhea Ribsley. Good. Uh, I want the Huluva kicking chicken sandwich. That's good. It's <laughs> <That's> good. <laughs> Is Sammy a vegan? I think so. All right. Well, it's going to be a vegan chicken sandwich. Maybe like go. fake chicken. There you go. <laughs> um, I got uh, Bob Rood's Glorious BLT. <laughs> Not DDT, Glorious BLT.
2: BLT. Uh, they have sliders on the menu. Get oh, these wow. hamburgers. Oh, man.
1: But they're like the sliders. They're That's like, why I said,
2: yeah, sliders. You got one for each hand. Yeah. Um, you get the Cesaro salad.
1: Sure, okay.
2: Um, you get the original, the official, the only club ah! sandwich that
1: matters. All right, that works. That's
2: good. I like That's it. what I got. I like it. Uh, you've got a trio of text questions. First from Luis Ariza. Hey, friend knows my question is, if WWE were to induct matches into the Hall of Fame, what would be your top choices? I think we each pick three. Yes, let's go back and forth. Number one for me, even though it's kind of a coin flip, whether I prefer the first or second match between these two competitors, you got to put... Uh, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker, hell put both of them in both stellar matches at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: surefire first ballot Hall of Fame match. I'll go with Hell in a Cell, Undertaker versus Mankind. They play this goddamn thing a lot, endlessly in like clips and stuff whenever things happen. There's got yeah. a, there's there's whenever the Hell in a Cell pay per view. Yeah, you're gonna see Mankind get tossed off. Exactly.
2: Uh, next for me, off. Uh, <laughs> End of an era. Oh, uh, Triple H versus Magnific. Undertaker. Some of the best in-ring storytelling I've ever seen in a match, ever. It's a shame that WWE doesn't do that very often. Then again, how often do you have competitors with that level of backstory? Mm, not very often. Sure. Fantastic match. One of my favorite matches ever.
1: Give me WrestleMania three, Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Didn't Dave Meltzer give us like, negative five? It's
2: not a good match, but it's an important
1: one. This is, like, historically speaking, man, this is, like, a milestone. It really is, so I'll, I'll give it to that one. On the same show... I'll say uh, Macho Man Randy Savage versus
2: Ricky Steamboat uh, set the template for what uh, a lot of what we see today. Oh, False yeah. finishes, oh, yeah. fast pace, uh, uh, you know, laying out the match uh, completely in advance of it. Um, stellar match. It's some like the most exciting eleven minutes you'll ever watch in mid eighties wrestling.
1: Yeah. It's so good. Another exciting match. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be. I didn't put this one in. I have right here Bret Shawn Iron Man match. But yeah, screw that. I want HBK versus Razor Ramon ladder match. Yeah, that's a good one, too. uh, Or just even their ladder series because they had the two matches. Mm -hmm. Uh, You heard it here first. Now, give me something uh, under
2: the radar that you wouldn't expect. You know, these are all... The Corporate Rumble. That's a good one. I always go with uh, HBK versus Mankind, Mind Games. Yeah, that's a good match. That's a stellar match.
1: That's so good. What was the match that uh, HBK... I'm sorry, Mankind and Triple H... Had like a killer. It was like an extreme rules match or mm-hmm. it was like a no DQ, something like that, mm-hmm. that really put them sort of on the map together. You mm-hmm. know, I mm-hmm. forget where it was. It was just on a RAW or whatever. Is that the
2: one? That's the one where uh, Foley hit the pile driver on the table. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Uh, next from Do Work Sun 86 Hey, friendos, if MVP did indeed start a faction, what would the members consist of? Two okay. sweet,
1: hearty handshake, and two gimme brothers. What? So we on RAW, you went on the RAW, the raw recap. recap. Yeah. We both agreed. Now, I, I don't hate to put you on the spot. I meant to mention this before the camera rolls. All right, you can put me on so the spot. So we both side. said that the best friends trio that we yeah. know of, Ricochet, Apollo Crews, and Akira Tezawa.
2: Yeah, so you want me to come up with a different answer?
1: Okay, go ahead and go first. I'll think All so. All right, far. I'll go ahead and go first. I think that these are three names that can use an injection of character that are absolutely top 10 workers in the company. Um, three guys that... Well, one is kind of used a bit more than the others, but they're all in danger of being main event superstars and none of them deserve to be on main event. Umberto Carrillo, who I I think Angel, if they do have that fatal four we were talking about earlier, Angel Garza is coming out. Yeah. He's coming out with that title. Yep. Uh, Umberto Carrillo, Cedric Alexander, and Ricochet. All under the tutelage of MVP mm-hmm. because all three of those guys, I honestly believe, would benefit from some arrogance persona. Yeah. You know, yeah. some some they need to they need to be living the high life like they are. MVP came in as uh as the as the, the biggest free agent in wrestling, mm-hmm. and he was dressed up like he, he basically he was a football player. Um, he wasn't, he was a wrestler, but he was like supposed to be a hotshot NFL prospect. Yeah. And that's all three of these guys. That's how they should act. They should watch any given Sunday. Oh gosh. Yeah. And adopt the personas you see in that movie, mm-hmm. the flashy N- NFL. What's call, the NFL call there? Call the faction any given Monday
2: and have them all on raw.
1: Perfect. Perfect. That.
2: They're here See, to dominate every any given Monday. This is why we are going in raw. Man. All right, this is my answer. You said uh, I couldn't use the other best friends. I got three other best friends for you: EC3, Drake Maverick, Braun Strowman. That's perfect. That's Braun, great. the story—you know—he gets that his first singles title, Intercontinental mm-hmm. title, his first time, first title defense loses it. Mm-hmm. He could sit under the learning tree of MVP, yeah, of learn course. how to keep those titles. Yeah, uh, EC3, non-TV. Yeah, he's not on. TV. He's not on TV. Yeah, uh, Drake Maverick—he uh, peed himself once on TV. True. Yeah, Um, He's gross. So both of them could use some guidance as far as how to get on TV first and then win titles down the line. But you got your cornerstone Braun, who just needs a little bit of help getting up to that next level. Mm -hmm. He's had uh, world title opportunities. Came up short every time. Mm -hmm,
1: Yeah, Maybe MVP can help him finally get that. There you go, man. Any given Monday, that's a crew. That's a crew right there. There That'd be good. What about like some body guys? Let's get Apollo Crews. Let's get Riddick Moss, Riddick, Moss and yeah. EC3 you go. together as a faction,
2: the Body, body guys. guys. Body Guys, that's good. Uh, final text question from Doc Hensler. Uh, he says, uh, book this year's WrestleMania with the most likely matches happening. So there's been five announced so far. Yeah. <clears throat> announced so far and confirmed, Rhea versus Charlotte, Brock Drew, Becky versus Shayna, Goldberg Reigns, Cena, Wyatt. Now, uh, we haven't heard... Uh, confirmation of anything else We can assume all the titles Will be defended probably uh, it Looks like Asuka and Kyrie Should be taking on At least Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross yeah. Heard rumblings of uh, Natalia And Beth Phoenix yeah. They ain't really built They see, haven't Anything concrete uh, yeah. towards that Except for having Natalia and Asuka Just kind of be circling each other and yeah. Kind of a feud thing um, Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak Would be awesome That'd be great I'd love to see that and I think that Would have the potential To steal the show uh, it would be you, underwhelming yeah, uh, <laughs> some sort of, uh, as we mentioned at the beginning, U.S. title match involving, at the least, Andrade, Angel Garza, Rey Mysterio, Humberto Carrillo. True. Whether it's a ladder match or not, uh, anything involving the four of them would be fantastic. You want know, to toss Ricochet in there, maybe Alistair Black uh, to fill it out if you want to do a, a six-man ladder match. That could be great. Uh, raw tag titles, probably going to be AOP, uh, Viking Raiders, and Street Profits. Mm-hmm. Might be Triple Threat. On SmackDown side of things, it'll probably be a multiple team thing as well. I'm not sure who exactly, apart from uh, Miz Morrison, Usos, and New Day. Um, I just, I don't know, maybe they will do two triple threat tag team matches. I'd just be kind of surprised. Uh, and then it seems like Otis versus Dolph is going to be a one-on-one match at Mania.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Seems like it's going to be the case. Missing anything.
2: Oh, SmackDown Women's title. Yeah. So we heard it's supposed to be a six-pack challenge. It remains to be seen if that's actually going to be the case.
1: Yeah, should be fun WrestleMania. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, me too, because we're going to be sitting there watching the entire thing. Assuming it actually happens. True. Yeah. Would they just do it? I mean, I was saying everybody else is doing Empty Arena. Would they just do Empty Arena? That's a lot of empty seats. I mean, you still, the thing is, you still have everybody watching at home.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, it's one thing watching sports in Empty Arena because, yeah, the crowd will cheer or boo based on what's happening in the game, but. By and large, the players aren't uh, playing off the crowd response.
1: They should have WrestleMania at the Performance Center. They
2: should. That's where NXT's at tonight.
1: I know. I know. That's going to be interesting. I, of course, have already been privy to that up close. And yeah, I'm aware of that. I've been. There. I'm aware. So they put on a whole show for us. I'm aware. It was pretty cool. So you to try to make me feel bad about that? No, not at all. I'm saying I hope everybody has a good time. Oh, okay. You know, that is actually one of my one of my top five regrets in all of going in Raw. Should have said screw the week. Come on, let's go. That was a bad idea on our part. Well, that's the YouTube grind, man. You got to do a video every day. That's what they say, man. That's what they say. But still, some things are worth more than that. Anyways, thanks. Now no, they don't invite us anything. So. No, no. This is <laughs> yeah. <was> my one and <laughs> only chance, and I blew it. Whatever. <laughs> and on top of that, really? Like, uh, who wants to promote WWE 2K20 this year? <laughs> Anyways, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Hey, if you want your Matt Chat answered, your Matt Chat question answered right here on the show. All you got to do is go to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson. Thanks everybody for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
0: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's an everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality,